Oftentimes, you feel like you've got it all figured out. And then you realize there's something else going on. Welcome to Mysteries of Music City. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mysteries of Music City podcast from the Bison. My name is Gunnar Ng, and I'll be your host. This week, we have a story with a true unexpected twist, paired with corruption, scheming, and even murder, all taking place in the heart of Music City. This is the tragic story of Kevin Hughes. Taking place almost exactly 32 years ago, we travel back in time to visit a violent act committed by someone who almost got away with it until the real motive was uncovered. Join us after this message to uncover the truth about one of the great mysteries of Music City. Here at Lipscomb University, located in the heart of Nashville, we are committed to developing students who are forward-thinking, faith-driven, and who are pursuing their passion. Students can thrive with top academic programs, small class sizes, intentional faculty, and faith-integrated experiences and curriculum. When you know your gifts, your God, and your direction, you can step into whatever is next with confidence. Please schedule a visit or apply today at www.lipscomb.edu. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Gunnar Ng. This week's podcast is produced and edited by Olivia Banks. Nashville. It's known as Music City USA. For its wide variety of talent in the music industry, especially country music, producing some of the most notorious stars in the country. Most of the record labels for the industry sit on Music Row, just a couple of blocks from downtown Nashville, a go-to tourist destination in the city. But many do not know of the murder that took place there many years ago. Our story brings us back in time in 1989, when Kevin Hughes, who is currently a chart director for Cashbox Magazine, which published music record charts in the United States. Hughes, in charge of compiling the independent country chart, was at the spry age of 23 years old, and according to many co-workers, often stayed late, working hard to make sure the chart was published on time. A fellow co-worker named Chuck Dixon, who was a promoter with Cashbox, affirmed in Hughes' fairness and accuracy when creating the charts, which he made from playlist reports from different radio stations across the country. Though, apparently not everyone was happy with his work. On the night of March 9th, 1989, aspiring singer and songwriter Sammy Sadler visited Hughes at work seeing if he wanted to join him for dinner. The two left Hughes' work around 8.30 p.m., going to a nearby restaurant. After leaving, the two stopped by Sadler's work, Evergreen Records, so he could use the phone. While inside, Sadler heard the sound of someone trying to get in the front door and saw someone walking away hurriedly. The two looked at each other, not knowing who it was cautiously stepping outside. Once they left, they looked for the man 
but saw no one around. They both eventually walked back to Hugh's car, and as Sadler entered the passenger side door, an unknown assailant stepped out of the dark and pulled out a gun and shot Sadler. The noise echoed through the street as Hughes ran for his life, but the assailant followed Hughes and another couple of shots rang out as Hughes was tragically killed. Sadler survived the encounter, despite the bullet severing a major artery in his arm. Sadler and five other witnesses were unable to identify the assailant, only able to describe as either a black male or white male in ski mask. A hat was later found at the crime scene, which was believed to be dropped by the assailant, with an inscription stating, World War II veteran and damn proud of it, with a picture of a combat infantryman. Soon, several theories surrounding the murder on Music Row began to develop. The question remained on who would want to kill this young man, and for what purpose. Maybe it was a robbery gone awry, but the assailant shot both victims with no attempt to steal anything from them and also chased Hughes down before executing him. Another theory is the target of a misguided grudge or angry performer. But when Hughes compiled the charts, he was known to do them unbiased and as fair as possible. Another was a contracted professional hit, but authorities ruled that out based on Sadler being left alive and the amount of witnesses on the scene. The mystery would go on to remain unsolved for 13 years until investigators found the motivation behind it. Stay tuned after these messages to uncover this mystery of Music City. This podcast is sponsored by the Department of Communication and Journalism at Lipscomb University. Every journey starts with passion and your journey starts here. Excel with majors in advertising, journalism and new media, public relations and sports media, as well as minors in event planning and interactive media. Join award-winning students and professors. Enjoy small classes and state-of-the-art equipment, all from the heart of Music City. Go to lipscomb.edu forward slash school dash communication to get started on your journey today. Welcome back to the Mysteries in Music City podcast. I'm your host, Gunnar Ng. Kevin Hughes, a 23-year-old chart director for Cashbox Magazine, was gunned down in cold blood on the night of March 9, 1989. The murder remained a mystery for 13 years until investigators discovered a disturbing new truth about the incident. In 2002, investigators had found that Richard D'Antonio a former disgruntled employee of Cashbox magazine had been accepting bribes in the form of cash to put emerging artists on the music chart list. A higher position in the charts had been found to directly increase the exposure and popularity of musical artists, thus greatly benefiting them. D'Antonio did not work alone, collaborating with Chuck Dixon, also a former employee of Cashbox magazine and co-worker who had previously praised Hughes' unbiased nature in making the list. It is believed that Hughes had recently uncovered the chart manipulation scheme 
shortly before his murder, and Dixon had D'Antonio commit the murder in order to keep him quiet. A witness later came forward testifying that Dixon stated Hughes would be handled or gone before he was able to uncover the truth about the scheme. Other evidence linked D'Antonio to the crime, such as matching a description of a distinct walk the shooter had with a side-to-side -side gait, which was exactly how he walked at the time. Black cat hair was also found at the scene, which matched with a cat that D'Antonio owned, as well as the witness telling the investigators he sold him a 38 caliber pistol and ammo, which was the exact same type used to kill Hughes. The witness stated he had tested out the gun in the backyard that very same day, which investigators later searched and found bullets that were determined to be fired from the same gun. D'Antonio's wife and the witness were told by D'Antonio to lie about his whereabouts that day in order to give him an alibi. D'Antonio was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison, while Dixon died in 2001 before he could be charged. D'Antonio would not be eligible for parole until 2036. However, he died in prison in 2014, serving 11 years of his sentence. Without his wife and the other witnesses coming forward to tell the truth, this might have always remained a mystery in Music City, but justice was allowed to prevail. Thank you for your time and hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Mysteries of Music City. Please leave a comment and like if you enjoyed the episode. Thank you.